0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Nineties Tunes. Oots,
1: oots, oots, Nineties Tunes, Tunes, Tunes. <laughs> it's that's an ridiculous. awesome theme song. Yep, yeah, go ahead.
0: Um, yeah, that's just ridiculous. I'm just going to leave it there. Um, but this week we are going to do "Jagged Little Pill" by Alanis Morissette, and
1: or Alanis is some people might say.
0: Yeah, I think I said that on the last episode for sure. <laughs> and I'm probably going to say it again this uh, this time again at some point. Just like Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't pronounce words properly.
1: I, everyone knew what you meant. Yes. It's not like you're getting Atlantis and Atlantis. Atlantis mixed up. We know there's only one.
0: Atlantis. <laughs> Ocean, Atlantis Ocean.
1: <laughs> exactly. Everyone knows. It's not, you're not, not going to be like, oh, the other one.
0: Yeah. So this album came out in 1996.
1: Well, I thought it was 95. Or
0: maybe it was 95 again. I'm, uh.
1: There's no way to know.
0: Yeah, it was 95. <laughs> the reason why I said 96 is because it won awards in 96 as well. So I went, Yeah. I was looking at all these awards it's won, and a lot came out. In 95, but then again, in, it won yeah. awards again in 96 for like single of the year. So it did cross over into the next year.
1: And I think they kept releasing songs every couple of months and led mm-hmm. into 96 because there were so many radio hits on.
0: Yes, you know, exactly.
1: So, yeah. So that's fair. Yeah.
0: So what do you think was the biggest hit off this album?
1: I don't know, but I want to say you ought to know. That's <laughs> a weird way to put it, but I want to say it was you ought to know. Follow-up ironic? Ironic?
0: It was You Ought to Know. That was yeah. the first big hit off this album. Yes. So it...
1: It was a big hit. It was a big video.
0: It was a big video. It was good video.
1: Huh? We might have disagreed on that part.
0: From what I remember, I didn't... I listened to the album a bunch of times, so I didn't go back and watch any of the videos.
1: I didn't, but the video... I remembered the video on the video mm-hmm. came. No, I... I did look that video up. Not all of them, but we'll get into it right now. Are you familiar? You, you kind of got in. You're familiar with the CD, right? Mm-hmm. You, you listened to it growing I up? I had this you had album it, growing
0: yes. up. Of course I did, because I was a true Canadian. Unlike, unlike some me? people in this room that didn't like this album.
1: Yes, I didn't like this album, and I realize now why. Mm-hmm. It was based on, you ought to know, specifically the video. <laughs> because when I watch, I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I didn't like this. Okay. it was I found it really cheesy and like almost trying too hard to be angry. And uh, by that time, I had listened to so many angry female artists in my life, you know, like Tori Amos, Sonic Youth, that I just that angry female wasn't a new thing for me, which it was kind of in the mainstream more new. and that's okay. why I think Alanis is so big. I also didn't give her much of a chance based on her previous, I'm going to say Persona. Do you remember her first?
0: No. And this is one of the things I was looking up earlier. Like, I know that she had a couple albums before this. Like, I think, it, yeah, she had two albums before this. And I just see self-titled Atlantis. Do you
1: remember it when you looked it up?
0: No, so, I didn't look either of them up at all like that. And um, now is the time. So, 91 and 92, they came out respectively.
1: I remember it. She was pop princess. I want to, mm-hmm. if Robin Sparkles was based a bit on her, I would get it. Because okay. she was, maybe not in the mall, but she was like, always too hot, never too cold. Take a breath shot, too hot to hold. Do you remember I that? may
0: have, I must have heard this. song. And it was very
1: poppy. Yeah, I don't
0: really remember it.
1: Also, did you, which isn't quite, I didn't remember this, but I've, like, at the time, but it's come up in the last few years. Do you remember she was on You Can't Say That on television? I did know that,
0: but I don't really remember her.
1: Yeah, same here. But So maybe I didn't give her a fair chance based on what music I was listening to, her being so poppy. That video, I really don't like, and I'm sorry to say. And then there were just so many hits. It was a little in your face in the 90s, which sometimes is too much, for, like even now, yeah, something. Yeah. But sometimes I like music based on then the familiarity, if that even makes sense. Like, it does. Or the nostalgic. Yeah. But re-listening, I really love this CD, and I've come around on it.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a good CD, like re-listening. I... I must have listened to the whole CD when I was younger, but I, I don't think I really listened to whole CDs as much growing up. Oh, okay. Like, especially in the 2000s, where I was able to download music, legally, of course, and make my own CDs with a legally downloaded music. Oh, yes. yes. And, uh... So it's like picking and choosing songs. So I'm really enjoying this getting back into whole albums.
1: Yeah, which I did in the 90s, but Mm -hmm. not, yeah, like the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, it had such great, I don't want to say themes, but we'll go with themes. I was really shocked that she wrote this when she was 18, 19, around that time period.
0: Yeah, I saw it as
1: 19-ish. Because she... She said things that resonate with me as a middle-aged woman that I'm surprised a 19-year-old would say. And I think she did have a co-writer, some guy. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Like just there were some things that I'm like, wow, just like it was like reading someone's journal or diary, like I found just and she had some like self-realization that you would think would only like come up in therapy. <laughs>
0: Maybe this is her
1: therapy. Yeah, I'd say it. Oh, I'd say it is based on Mm. some of the songs. Like, even when she says, and you ought to know, like, she says something like, I'm not so good. I thought you should know. Like, just being like, yeah, I'm not doing so good. I'm not so well. Like, just. Mm. And the other line that kind of hit me was in Head Over Feet. She says, I've never been so healthy before. And you think the line is going to be, I've never been so happy before? But I love that, like that healthy before. That sounds very like of today. Mature. Yeah, mature and of today. Not just happy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't say happy before, but healthy before, and that just seems like such a big realization for a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Like what has she gone through before this? <laughs> just I don't know what. Yeah. So. Those are kind of some of my thoughts. Like I'm just like, and I did read a lot of the comments now in the on YouTube videos, or sometimes I just listen on YouTube music, and a lot of people are like, "Yeah, this like, this is what I'm listening to now. I feel this in my soul now, even though I've been listening to it for thirty years." Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So to go back, you did talk about that she had a writing partner, yeah. somebody that helped her, and his name was Glenn Ballard. Yeah. And he's worked with some pretty significant people over the years, like starting in the 80s, like um, Evelyn King, who I have no idea who is, Jack Wagner, but there was this another guy, uh, Michael Jackson.
1: Um, I think Jack Wagner might be a guy from General Hospital who also had a music career that isn't the Jesse's Girl guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you are right. Yeah, Felicia and, oh, what was his name?
0: The Bold and the Beautiful, Melrose Place. What
1: was his name? Yeah, I know who he is on General Hospital. He was Felicia's husband. They were really in love. But anyway, if anyone remembers. But I'm
0: looking at this, like, working with Michael Jackson, Paula Abdul, like, Wilson Phillips. Like, those are some pretty uh, significant. Mm names. Yeah. And even after Aerosmith and Van Halen, Ringo Starr, um, Katy Perry, Goo Goo dolls. Huh. Just like the list goes on and on and on. So Miley Cyrus. I didn't know. Now, when I'm looking at all this, all these people that he helped out, it was either he performed on or produced the following. So
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah. What was his name again?
0: Glenn Ballard.
1: Okay. Um yeah, I didn't know. That could yeah. That you would know, help so they, a CD. <laughs> they met up in Los
0: Angeles when she moved to Los Angeles. And they just really got along really well once they first met. And they started writing music. And some of them, they were writing music for hours. But sometimes songs came up right away. Like, ironic was written in an hour. Yeah. So,
1: And I know everyone always harps on that song for not really being ironic situations. But I think some of them actually are. I'm not going to go into all grammar and English and whatever, but I think some (laughs) of them actually are. And I didn't actually, I didn't, I thought that was part of it. Maybe it's ironic that she's saying things that aren't ironic. Like I thought that was kind of part of it. I never really um, disliked her or judged the song based on that. Yeah, not like I'm some English prof, right? (laughs) But there were some people who gave her grief for
0: that. So one of the things that. I want to bring up. And I think this is going to be a continuous thing. Yeah. Is um, hidden tracks on albums. Okay. Because there was a hidden track on this album. Oh,
1: I didn't realize it was hidden. Yeah.
0: You ought to know. And it was Jimmy the Saint blend. And there was Your House acapella. So they were both um, hidden tracks on this album. Oh. And I should have went back and listened to them, but I didn't.
1: Okay. What do you mean by hidden track?
0: Like, you'd have to. It would play like after a certain amount of time oh. at at the end like sometimes you just have to fast forward it like I know Green Day had a hidden track and I think there was a hidden track on uh, Offspring Smash album.
1: Okay, so, I know you ought to know was on twice when like I said I didn't yeah. listen to the CD I listened to it on YouTube Music but
0: yeah yeah
1: but it wasn't just and it was slightly different but not really mm-hmm. okay huh.
0: now that we're in the modern times, we don't always listen to the physical CD, but...
1: Yeah, we don't have all the physical CDs. Avery might still have one. I don't have any of mine. <laughs> what kind of awards did it win?
0: Everything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and is it Canada's top-selling CD? Am jumping ahead of myself? I left this up to you.
0: <laughs> I didn't find that, but I really believe it is. Because I looked up best-selling albums of all time, and it's up there. Uh, it's not number one or anything. But, yeah, it's. I didn't see any Canadian singer or songwriter before that. Oh, okay. So,
1: uh,
0: but, yeah, it reached the uh, top of the charts. on
1: Platinum or something? I don't even know all the terminology.
0: Yeah, like Australia, Belgium, Canada, <laughs> Danish charts, <laughs> Finnish. Um,
1: Grammys, Junos.
0: Yeah. So it did win a bunch of awards. And that's what I was going by earlier when I said it won awards in, what was it, 2005 and then 2006? Or, no, I I guess I was wrong, because I wanted to look up Juno Awards. And the album won five Juno Awards in ninety six, including Album of the Year, Single of the Year, for you ought to know, Female Vocalist of the Year, Songwriter of the Year, and Best Rock Album. Mm -hmm. Then at the Grammys... She won Best Female Rock Performance, Best Rock Song for You Ought to Know, Best Rock Album, and Album of the Year. And Ironic was nominated for two 97 Grammy Awards for Record of the Year and Best Music Video, Mm -hmm. short form. And then it won Single of the Year in 97 at the Junos. Okay. So I could keep on going on, but in Canada. We're based in Canada, so we always look at the Juno Awards. Yeah. That's our Grammys.
1: So it was you um you ought to know that one like video award. Yes. Cuz my favorite one and I think it I forget which song it is. It might be You Learn. It's the one where it's a bunch of Alanis is driving in the car.
0: Oh, isn't that uh a... Ironic?
1: I've got one hand in my pocket. No. no isn't Is it that ironic? ironic? Yeah. No, I can't remember, but that one I did like that video. And then there's like one of her in Adidas track suit or something, and I don't really remember. Now are we going to talk about the best story surrounding this CD?
0: Oh hey, okay. I just go Let's back. Just take a break. It was Breath. in the car. Ironic. Oh. Okay.
1: okay, yeah, yeah.
0: So I'll I'll clear up that. Okay. I I think we all know the best story on this album.
1: but If you don't, you're missing out.
0: Dave Goulier is 15 years older than
1: her. Yeah, he was 33 and just divorced. She was 18, 19.
0: Whatever. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure how old she was. I just looked up the age difference yeah. and I figured she was 19 or 20-ish. But yeah. you're saying 18, 19, I'm not going to argue they that they broke
1: fast. up, I think she was 20 when the uh, CD came out.
0: So I wonder how long they were dating for
1: I think it was just a few months. Mm. Um, did you hear about him hearing the story? He's the one who let the cat out of the bag on this. Mm-hmm. In Calgary Herald, of all places, they did an interview. I think he must have been touring or something. But I've... Um, did you want to tell the story? You no, know?
0: no, you know it better than I do.
1: I guess he heard it on the radio and he stopped. He's like, whoa, that song is about me. I think this song is about me. And then he told like reporters years later, and she's never said that for sure, but she's like, who would claim that? Like, she makes him look like even more of an idiot by her not saying who it specifically is about, but letting him, but he says it. And he's like, "Like how he said, I think that's her. Did I, did I do that to her? And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do find that hilarious because it's Dave Coulier, but he does not look good out of this song. He does not.
0: He should just <laughs> cut that act
1: out. <laughs> There's do we blame do we talk about the other song or do we save No, that?
0: we'll okay. we'll save the uh, other There's Dave. another
1: Dave Coulier song. We'll we'll discuss it another time.
0: <laughs> That's a whole other album.
1: Also, another little side note Taylor Hawkins was the drummer on the You Wanna Know tour. The Foo Fighters drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he's not on the album, but he was the drummer on tour.
0: Oh, okay, like way, way back. I
1: yeah. Think, well, yeah.
0: I, I think I heard about that, but there was other like good artists that played on oh, this album. Oh, yeah.
1: I looked that up, and now I forget.
0: Is it was Dave Navarro, who was in Red Hot Chili Peppers and Jane's Addiction?
1: Yeah,
0: he played guitar. Did I say that twice? No, you said he played
1: guitar in this band. <laughs> yeah. He also played it for him in Atlantis. Yeah. But, <laughs> A bit redundant, but not yeah. so bad.
0: Uh, and bass was played by Flea. Yeah. I knew that bass was, or Flea was on the album, but I did not know Dave Navarro was on the album.
1: Oh, I I didn't know either until
0: okay. I
1: researched and then forgot to write it down. So forgot about it. So I'm learning it again.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah, but that's pretty interesting. I mean.
0: That those are two pretty good
1: for who she was at the time, mm-hmm. like some.
0: And it's like just reading the interview with um, Dave Navarro, like how they had to remix the CD or the song a lot, and they weren't exactly sure what they were going for, so it was just them jamming around until oh. they got the right rhythm. And went her with on it. her
1: harmonica.
0: She did play harmonica. Yeah.
1: Oh no, I know. I think that's kind of awesome i think the first song when like i'm really digging the harmonica on the first song especially
0: <laughs> like i wonder um, if I that really was want... like neil young <laughs>
1: <laughs> inspired
0: inspired yeah like i wonder if she uh, ever had like the whole
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, like almost like headgear Yeah. Head I,
0: was, <laughs> I was thinking neck piece but it yeah. wasn't yeah headgear or Monica headgear?
1: <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's how she learned. <laughs> they just didn't show it in any of the videos. Show <laughs> sure, her they want to. Cool. <laughs> she goes from that to naked in the next CD, the next videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that there were a lot of fun facts about this. It was highly produced and it sounds it, but not like fake. You yeah, her I mean?
0: voice is like all over the place, which is. It's not the same like, yeah, like it's up, it's down, it's passionate, it's a little bit of everything it's in that sad, scene.
1: it's appreciative, it's mm-hmm. yeah, really angry, like when she sings, and you ought to know she's angry, you can feel that mm-hmm. anger, and it's almost like irrationally so, <laughs> 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 but it's not all angry. She has some, yeah, like... Um, Thank you, Isn't Angry. Well, that's not on the CD. That's in the next oh. one. But she has, like, <laughs> Head Over Feet. That's a pretty happy song. Yeah. It just talks about, like, good love, so. Also in this song, did you realize she says best friend with benefits? And she is the first to kind of, to have kind of coined that term. No. Now, when she says it, she doesn't necessarily mean, like, it took on a new reiteration. When she says that she's like, oh, we're dating and we're best friends. That's benefit, but it kind of it okay. does stem from this song, from Head Over Feet, hmm. which I didn't, I'm like, huh, I wonder when that came out. And then, yep, it's her. So it's also another cool fact I'd say about this CD.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of interesting.
1: I do feel bad I didn't give this more of a chance. And it even had like, there's some themes in like, forgiven like talking about religion and stuff and that would have been what i was interested in at that time but i didn't listen to the whole cd i just knew the hits on the radio
0: so is it a better cd now for you than it was
1: yes and i don't know if it's because i gave it more of a chance or it resonates with me more like or if it just now there's a lot of more familiar songs but i really enjoyed a lot of the songs that i didn't a few of the songs that i didn't know so, I really like the first song. just it starts off really well, I thought, and it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites on the c d not my I don't think it's my favorite, but I've been listening to it nonstop for the last two weeks, and it will I will continue listening to it Interesting. A lot, I'd say, or just because I like I often listen on Google too, so I might just listen mm-hmm. to a song here and there. but yeah, it's now. I'd say it's in my collection, but I don't necessarily have a CD collection.
0: <laughs> yeah. Digital CD. Yeah. Digital album collection.
1: Yeah, Or just things I'll listen to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? Did it hold up for you?
0: I think it definitely holds up. It's definitely better than just holding up. Yeah. It, re-listening for the first time in years. And, you know, you hear a song on the radio here and there but listening to that whole album again i think it was brought more appreciation back to it
1: and it was a good mix they mixed mm-hmm. it really well too
0: yeah definitely
1: yeah now maybe you can help me out with that for you live you learn i don't think that i think the name of that song might be jagged little pill but Do you remember Brett Butt? I don't know if it was in Corner Guess or Mm -hmm. one of his stand-ups. He talks about that, which was a corner guess or a stand-up? No, it
0: was a stand-up.
1: And I forgot how exactly the joke went, but I just remember him going like, you do do this, you learn, you do that, you learn. (laughs) Like
0: You retain a previous piece of information you Previously didn't know? Is <laughs> like like that what he says? Something like that. I not
1: quite remember. But even that song has some great listen, like, lessons. It's like you grieve, you learn. And it's like, wow, that's a good way to look at grief. Like, I feel like I want to take all these nuggets of advice and like use them and get rid of my therapist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Cheaper. Yeah, it's a little disappointing she didn't really follow it up. She played God in um, the, uh, was it the J in Silent no, it was Dogma. Was oh, Dogma.
0: Hey, I wasn't a big fan of Dogma.
1: Yeah. Or... Um, clerks, right? You didn't Yeah,
0: did. Yeah. Now, I like Kevin Smith, but it's just not all of his movies, so... Yeah,
1: that's fair. And, like, she did the Thank You song. I don't really remember many. else. She dated Ryan Reynolds for a while. She was oh. um, engaged to, but they never did. I did not know that. Yeah, like early 2000s, I think. Hmm. But really, this CD was it. And she's not, she has a whole career based on it. Like she doesn't have to do anything else. Well, I don't know her financial situation (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like she can still ride the coattails of this and I think as a Canadian that's okay.
0: Well, she definitely put extra work into it. It was re-released in the 2000s and then they made a Broadway play of it as well.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Or maybe it was just a Broadway play of You ought to know. Okay.
1: Still. Who played Dave Coulier? I don't know. (laughs) Dave (laughs) Coulier? Yeah, and I think she played, like, Lilith Fair and, like, in the early 2000s, mid, like, as well. Like, maybe I'm wrong on that.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I'd believe you.
1: But, and I don't think she's ever really gone away.
0: No, no.
1: But I just don't know a lot of her... Other stuff, I guess, because it's not on the radio. I don't think you can go a day without hearing an Atlanta song on the radio if you're listening to the radio. Well, especially in Canada. Where you, well, we, yeah,
0: we're definitely. Uh,
1: they play a lot of meets Canadian the maple earth. tests, yeah. So, <laughs> but now, what about you? So, what were some of your favorite songs or favorite song?
0: I think you ought to know it was up there for oh, me, and that's like, yeah, yeah, um, and ironic. I think those are my top two off of it. And yeah, the other songs are good, but I think that just, those are the ones that really stand out for me. Like even after listening to it a bunch of times, so. Yeah. What about you?
1: Um, I'd say Head Over Feet, which is the least angry song. <laughs> and it's kind of in between, and I think it's Hand in My Pocket. Maybe yeah. Maybe next one. yeah. That's kind of up there with ironic. It has the same tone. Like the same like, Mm. if you don't do this, this happens. Like this hand is doing this. This is doing this. Isn't that, you know, like it kind of has, but hand in my pocket, I think is up there. But yeah, head over feet. I don't know. It's just such a, after there, with there being so much anger in the album, it's like a breath of fresh air for like, it's like she got all the negative out. Mm-hmm. and then like at some point on the CD and then has some positive. Like I said that's what makes it feel almost like a journal. It's just not okay. all angry. It's all like everything. Yeah. It's all yeah. the emotions.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But yeah. So you already said you'd listen to this again. Oh yeah. I definitely will listen to this again probably. Mm-hmm. Cuz if you're going to listen I'm kind of
1: forced. It's kind of it. true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think that's about it for this episode. Next week we will be bringing you the Wayne's World soundtrack.
1: I'm looking at Avery, wondering what we're doing next. I thought of something else. but I do have
0: a physical copy of that CD. Do you? And it's not all 90s stuff, but it's a 90s movie. So that's where we're going to...
1: It was released in the 90s, A CD.
0: Definitely released in the 90s. It does have some 90s songs on there. Um, Time Machine by Black Sabbath was an awesome song
1: Well, we'll talk about it next week (laughs)
0: but yeah so i I can just talk about black sabbath anytime so um yeah keep on listening and we'll be back again next week